Good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm great, man. How are hey, you? Hey, you want to try to record a podcast again? Yeah, this is Saturday morning sales meeting. Take two. Right. You, want to, you want to explain to our listeners why I sound so irritated right now? Uh, yeah, <laughs> because the computer was the computer. Was oh. <laughs> the I con- did it. The consciousness of the computer. No, but I mean, uh, I was not aware <laughs> that the hard drive was getting full and yeah. it stopped recording due to lack of space. But as soon as you, uh, as, as soon as we noticed it, we stopped talking. We did. Yeah, which was 20 minutes after we hit record. No, it was exactly six minutes and four seconds. That's what you recorded. Right. And then we went on to talk for another 15 minutes. No, maybe maybe five. <laughs> Not even. Let's say, meet in the middle and say it was 14. <laughs> I didn't say exactly the middle. <laughs> so, John, we're here today to talk about another one of our... Five questions that we say yeah. you should have ten answers to. So you want to just go ahead and get this out of the way. It's a beautiful day on Tennessee River. Thank you for joining us. And, uh, and uh, it's cloudy today. And it's May 5th. It's Cinco de Mayo. These are all the things we <laughs> talked about on take one. Joke, ha, ha, joke, 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 ha, ha. <laughs> Boy, you're, you're in rare form. You're ready to go. You want to fight? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so today Listen, we are here on Saturday morning sales meeting. We are. And you know what? What? Lots of people have to deal with frustrations in their everyday work, in yeah. dealerships. And so what's the best way to handle that, Well, John? I usually throw something. Yeah. <laughs> Can I borrow your computer for a minute? I just want to check the settings. Let's show people <laughs> the best way to respond. When, you, you know, you come up against difficulties. Yeah. And that reminds me, uh, I was watching uh, TikTok over the weekend. All right. And uh, came across a sad guru. You ever heard of sad guru? No, the sad guru? It's funny. His name is S-A-D-H-G-U-R-U. Okay. So the only way I know how to say that is sad guru, which is kind of ironic. (laughs) Right. That he's supposed to be like this. He's like a... uh, A motivational guy? Yeah, like a Zen master, you know, philosophical, motivational guy. He's like an old white-haired Indian that, you know, sits Indian style, like dots, not feathers. Sorry, I don't mean to be offensive, but... Right. Easiest but way you're to just describing it. Yeah. Yeah, so he was doing a little, or they had a little excerpt from one of his talks, and he said, people are funny because, like, if they are single, then they are frustrated that they're alone, and they get married, and they're frustrated <laughs> at their spouse. He said they want a better job. And they're frustrated because they want a better job. Then they get a better job, and it's more stressful. And so they... They're frustrated over the stress. Yeah. So he's like, no matter what you want out of life, whether you have this and you're stressed out because, you know, you're unhappy about what you have, and then you get the things you think you want, and you find a new reason to be unhappy. And so, yeah, he's like, you got to come to peace with the world and with yourself. Uh, Amen. That, Is that what you're telling me to do? I am. I'm telling you to come to peace with the world and yourself, John. The hell with the fact that you're a horrible engineer? <laughs> I'm at peace with it, Ray. But I'm, I'm, I'm upset that you are also at peace with it. <laughs> I want you to be more frustrated. Right. Will you throw something so no. I feel no, like you No, I will care? not. I will not. I'm in my Zen state. <laughs> I am happy. You're happy to do this like five, six times. 
yeah, on I'm the same happy. episode. Yeah. No, it's not that I'm happy to do it five or six times. It's just that I choose to be in a happy state. Okay, you're not going to let it get to you. No, why would I? I'm jealous. What can I do about it? Can we change it? No, we can't change it. <laughs> but you're not doing anything to prevent it from happening in the future. Well, I, I will now that I know that it's an issue. <laughs> Right? What did I do? I went through and I deleted a lot of the things okay. that were holding up big amounts of space True. in my hard drive so True. that now we can continue right, without problem. Hey, I did Google uh, on uh, Amazon um, external hard drives. So maybe, right, and there you, maybe go. you ought See? to buy one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I will. <laughs> so we were talking about our five questions. Our five questions. So we went through three up until uh, last week, we right. went through three, which the five are, why buy this product? Correct. Why buy today? Why buy from this dealership? Why buy from me as a salesperson? And why set an appointment to come visit the dealership versus just showing up? Or set an appointment, a virtual appointment, to move forward in the car buying process virtually. Well, you're just throwing that out to me now. I haven't discussed that with you. Before no, now. No, but I, I think in the current state of affairs and, and knowing that we shouldn't let the fact that we're operating with some customers in a more digital environment uh-huh. prevent us from setting an appointment, a commitment to move forward on the car buying process. Right, so, so you, yeah, I'm just I'm so springing that on you. Yeah, so you get a phone up and you say, hey, great. When would you like to set an appointment to have a phone call? <laughs> no, I'm fussing with you. That's exactly how it's going to go, John. Yeah. Look, uh, we can't talk now, but if you'd like no. to set an appointment. Well, of course, I always want to first try to get the person to agree to come into the dealership. Okay. But if that's okay. not an option, if that person says, absolutely not, I'm only willing to deal with people over the Internet during this time or whatever they're reasoning, uh, then great. Let's set up a time that we're going to get back together with whatever we need to provide to you yeah. in order for you to feel comfortable in moving forward to the next phase of the buying process. Um, but yeah, I always want to lean more or emphasize the the availability and the advantage of them coming into the dealership. Well, let me share with you one of my favorite phrases, Ray. Let's put a pin in it. <laughs> Let's put a pin in that for why well, I set an appointment. All right. Yeah, we, we keep, I, I, I like to veer off into the why because that's the one of the five that I, I... You're very passionate about. I am. I like that one. Yeah. Okay. So today, though, we're going right. to talk about why I buy from me as a salesperson uh, or as a sales manager even. Um, I don't really think it applies necessarily to like BDC agents or BDC managers just because they are not going to be actually doing the car deal. You know, they're not going to be writing up the paperwork. Right. Uh, maybe an internet manager if you have an internet team. Sure. But uh, yeah, so if you are directly filling out the paperwork and writing up the deal, then I think we ought to have some reasons as to why do business with me personally versus anybody else in the world. Right. And I think it stands true, the age old, people don't buy from companies, people buy from people. Yeah. Right? So I'm going to buy because I trust you, I like you, I feel like you're the one who's providing me the information I'm looking for, you're the one who's providing me a, 
a good fair deal on a quality product so ultimately it comes down to why should i choose you as the person i buy from especially in a field in a marketplace where they have an inexhaustible number of options okay i could perhaps agree that the majority feel that way the majority of customers interact with a salesperson that way however i've been in several dealerships where that customer was going to buy from that dealer no matter who they worked with yeah uh you know just because they they had bought their last five cars there they're going to buy their next five cars there as long as nothing goes wrong right uh and so yeah i mean even i've I've come into dealers as a new salesman and you know you're catching up that's like well i bought three here already yeah oh really who'd you deal with well i don't know some different guy every time yeah you know yeah well, uh, more likely than not, because the previous person they bought from isn't there anymore. Right. Yeah. 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 So but maybe they know the owner or they like the sales manager or whatever, you know. Sure. You get thrown some house cheese every now and then, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. But in order to build your business as yeah. a salesperson in a dealership, you need to focus on the whatever it is, 70%, yeah. 90% that are looking for somebody, a person that they can trust and buy from. Right. Well, I agree with that. The, uh, I mean, otherwise, why have a why buy from me in our <laughs> top five questions? Well, right. you're saying that I must agree with you because otherwise, why are we doing yeah, this podcast? Yeah. Why, what are we wasting our time on? Well, well, let me get into that. I was just about to Please. Uh, address that. So when we're talking about all of these things, and this one in particular... It, this doesn't have to be ways that you are better than someone else. It's just differences. Yeah. Let's just point out differences. We talked on the first take of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you are not going to let that go. <laughs> uh, about experience versus being a rookie. Yeah. Right? So, you know, you said, what do you use? Well, one of my favorite ones because of my longevity in the business i always shared that with people uh you know i felt like it set me apart not everybody can say you've been in the car business 20 years or 17 years and you know when i was a salesman obviously it was eight or 10 years or whatever it was but i felt like not everybody could say that and so it made me unique to that client experience well by the same token you're only new you know, for a limited amount of time, you might as well point out those differences. Right. And some people are new for more extended periods of time than others, right? right? I mean, like I mentioned, I knew a guy who was in the business three years, and he would still tell people, hey, I'm new at this. Right, and the reason is that we've been through this, is telling someone, telling a client, you know, hey, look, I'm, I'm pretty fresh to this business. I'm kind of new. If you'd like me to get someone more experienced to work with you, oh, I yeah. can certainly do that. Oh, yeah. And the and customer. Say, no, 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 yeah. no. You're perfect, right? I don't yeah. want some old car dog yeah. who's going to try to, you know. <laughs> Knows all the tricks. Right. Yeah. I want somebody who doesn't have, have any of that uh, tainted vision. Yeah, like like you say, I, the guy was working at Cracker Barrel 2 weeks ago. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. He's all about the customer service and if everybody knows, you know, once you've been doing this for 20 years, yeah, you don't care anymore. Yeah. Do I look like I work on cars? <laughs> I'm on my popcorn break. Wiggle room, I'll show you wiggle room. Wiggle wiggle wiggle. <laughs> So now, yeah, obviously, but, we don't endorse that. We think yeah. that thirty-year veterans still treat customers like gold, or well, they wouldn't I, have been thirty-year veterans, right? And people who I know, a guy who was forty years in the car business. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, 
uh, Ed up in uh, Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the guy's in his 70s. He may have even been longer than that. He's, he's worked in the car business his whole life. And clients who would only come to him because they knew Ed was going to take good care of them. He knew all the processes, you know, inside and out. You know, they, he just had built a reputation and had a list of clients where he didn't really have to take a whole lot of fresh ups just because he had so much repeat business over all of his years of selling cars that there were people who just, they weren't going to buy unless they were buying from him. Right. Good experience. So one thing I wanted to bring up, and I can never remember what to call this thing, but like I had a binder on my desk, like a three ring binder. And in that binder, uh, I had Google reviews, Yelp reviews. Right. I you think know. you mentioned, uh, I've heard it called an evidence manual or an yeah, evidence I think, book. I think that's how it was explained to me, but I may be not the best term. No, I've heard, uh, I remember that term being thrown around. Yeah, but but it's got any awards you have won, you know, from the dealership or manufacturer, any certifications you have, uh, it, like like you like to point out, salesman of the month or salesman of the year, right? Right. You don't you don't get to be the top guy uh, by not being good at your job by not overcoming objections and solving problems. I should say. Right, but from the customer's perspective, it's more that. Obviously, enough people trusted you to yeah. buy from that you were yeah, able to or, sell or, a, a large number, not necessarily. Well, the, yeah, I mean, the problem solving aspect of it mm-hmm. is big from the customer standpoint. You know, if a guy's kind of uh, his credit's been acting up on him a little bit, you know, it's been acting up on you, has it? <laughs> it's given a little trouble there. Yeah. It's been a little sick. <laughs> Uh, no, but finding a way to put deals together. If we're too far away on numbers, we'll figure it out. Right. You know, and this is evidence in my evidence manual that I know how to figure it out and put the deal together. Yeah. Or those letters or cards from past customers who said, thank you so much for helping me. It was a great experience. Thanks to you. And, you know, that absolutely. Why not? And as we know, whether we like it or not, there's a lot of downtime in the car buying process. You're right. right. I just dug mine out. Oh, sorry, boy. I didn't mean to interrupt. I, you. I saw you dusting it off. It's yeah, <laughs> sitting over, <laughs> yeah. sitting over in the corner of our studio. Yeah, <laughs> there's so, like a so, cloud in this room now. Uh, Are you? I can barely see you over there. So, uh, so it says on the front of one of my favorite quotes: "If it's important to you, you'll find a way. If not, you'll find an excuse." Hey. So, you know, I thought that was, this was my attitude with customers. Hey, I, it's important to me that you are happy. Right. And I'll figure it out. We'll find a way. Yeah. So in here, yes, I have, uh, oh, just little stories. I mean, told by, uh, this is a company newsletter of when I started, when I was a new hire. Oh, boy. Yeah. And then. Is that all like parchment or is that like actual paper? <laughs> Almost. Yellowed or frayed. And then the, so this was the uh, August one is when I was hired. The September one shows where I was salesman of the month. <laughs> uh, October, salesman of the month. November, salesman of the month. December, salesperson of the month. I see you have circled, highlighted. Yeah, I do. Right. When people are sitting there, uh, you know, if I'm going to run and get a car or I'm going to go take some stuff to the finance office, they just flip through this. It'll tell you a little more about me. Right. Well, the first five pages are about about, when I was hired and my four first salesmen of the month. Yeah. But then, like you said, here's a letter, a thank you letter. 
Uh, this lady sends me a thank you card, and it says in the inside, you really are the salesman of the year. Thank you, John. <laughs> I must have How told her. How did she her. know that? I yeah, know. you think you maybe mentioned that to her? <laughs> I must have. Well, that's funny, man. Yeah. Uh, then I also... Some of your certifications, I see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have some stuff. Why buy this model too? Like how how this model compares to other models that are similar. Okay. Uh, on different types of vehicles, trucks. Uh, of the most issues. popular things sold. Yeah. Well, then another why buy from here. I have their complimentary maintenance plan or, or warranty. Like we talked about on the why buy from here episode, is all of the things that were unique to that dealership that that right. uh, a customer was provided at the time that they. Uh, that they purchased from you. Yeah, and then, of course, customer reviews. There's some of those in there. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like where you, you, what you were saying about just, it's not a matter of, hey, I'm better than every other salesperson, but this is what makes me different. Mm-hmm. And right now, I think a buzz or a trend in, in all of the business world, but specifically no less in the car business, is brand. Mm-hmm. Developing your brand, whether it's your brand as a as a standalone store or if it's your brand as an individual, right, like, making like, yourself somebody who's different from the pack in some way. I know, uh, you know, the uh, Jamie, a sales guy, uh, worked with. Uh, he always wore a bow tie, and he became the bow tie guy. And people yeah. may not remember his name, Jamie, but they remember the bow tie guy, right? Yeah. And even he started putting it on his business cards, Jamie the bow tie guy, right? So it, it was just a way that they remembered him and, you know, a way that he could even remind them of who he was yeah. when he was, you know, calling them in the future. Hey, it's Jamie the bow tie guy here, you know, calling about uh, that vehicle you were interested in. I, uh, I love it. I had... Uh... On my cards, you know, I started with Ford and spent eight years there. And I had on my card, some somebody, I went in some restaurant or something, and they said, oh, there's John the Ford man, or the Ford guy. Well, I said, hey, that's kind of cool. I like that. Well, so I started putting it on my cards, and everywhere I went, I was John the Ford guy. Yeah. Well, then I started uh, selling Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, <laughs> and I was still John the Ford <laughs> guy. The Ford guy. <laughs> but... Uh, but there's a guy up in uh, Murphy, North Carolina, and I know this man because he contacted me about buying a vehicle, and we actually did business together, uh, but his name is Big Frank. He's a realtor, and everywhere you go, his little catch is, like, he, he said he had a buddy that had a trailer, like, sitting on an empty lot on the side of the road, and he, the guy on the lot, the, the friend on the lot and owned the trailer, and it was sitting out there, and Big Frank said, hey, I'll paint that trailer for you if you'll let me put my name on it. <laughs> it's the old Sea uh, Rock City thing. Oh, you know, yeah. the, the guys would go around and say, I'll paint your barn for you if you let me put my... Put Sea Rock City on the side of it. Yeah. yeah. So he did. He painted this trailer, like, bright orange, like, you know, Tennessee Volunteer Orange, and put, do you know Big Frank? Well, before long, people in town are talking, who's Big Frank? Who's what, Big Frank? Yeah, do you know Big Frank? I don't right. know Big Frank. Well, that became his thing. Now, he's still, you know, 20 years later, every advertising bit he does is, do you know Big Frank? That's, so, that's genius. Yeah, he, he gave me a mug that said, yes, I know Big I Frank. I know Big Frank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I still got it. It's right there in that bucket of trading materials. Yes, well, hey, 
again, it's that it's that branding, setting yourself apart, making yourself uh, unique to that person in some way. Yeah. So totally. So what else? How? Why, why else buy from me? Why buy from me? Yeah, I think the the customer reviews, obviously the the certifications. You know whether you know I was Ford Master certified, which was kind of a big deal. Uh, I had a shirt that said I'm Ford Master certified. I'm kind of a big deal. Okay, right. <laughs> no, I uh, but no, I would display those. I had those framed, you know, back then we had offices. Now right. you have like kiosks, right. but I had those they, framed hanging on my wall. They get changed every two weeks, right. which, which kiosk you're assigned. Well, to. I mean, there was no assigned kiosks. You just, you know, oh, there were right. 30 salesmen and five kiosks. And if you had a deal, you got a kiosk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if not, you were back in the, I don't know, BDC making phone calls or right. something. Yeah. So why else? Well, I think there are there's the the history, which is what we've gone through, right? What you've done in the past, mm-hmm. both customer uh, compliments and as well as uh, your certifications and awards and and achievements. Um, there's also reviews. Mm-hmm. I think are a big one to set yourself apart. Right. I mean, encouraging customers that, you know, when they're happy and leaving in that new car, especially those who really have overcome a hurdle in order to get to where they were able to purchase the car, getting them to go on and do a review and actually cite you by name. I think those are getting bigger and bigger. Um, you know, I mean, I always use the example. I don't go to a restaurant I haven't been to unless I read some of the reviews first. What about this? Let me ask you about this. Go ahead. What about outside of work activities? Okay. What about them? <laughs> what, do you think that those can be useful in setting you apart and building your brand? Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. what? In what way, Ray? Would you agree with me? I would agree that, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, if you're a, a big supporter of some, you know, athletic team, be it, you know, a university or a professional or whatever, especially if, it, if you're in the, you know, if you're in Nashville and you're a big Titans fan. Yeah. Right. You're going to find a lot of similarities. It's funny how people can all of a sudden feel some closeness to a fellow fan, uh, whether it's your your team that you support in a university aspect, high school, all the way through to professional. Um, You can certainly build a connection through that. Certainly local charities, local organizations, church. Uh, You know, I told the story on take one about... (laughs) About the girl, about the girl that I worked with, who uh, worked on the weekends at the, or not the weekends, but in her spare time at the local animal shelter. Right. So she always had a couple of dogs or something that she was kind of caring for, you know, to, to help them out. And she would bring that up. And, man, it melts people's hearts to think that, you know, you're a dog lover. Right. Or uh, an animal lover. For disadvantaged animals. <laughs> disadvantaged animals. Yeah. I like the way you say that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, little things like that. If you do some outside sporting activities, uh, what college you went to, uh, what organ- what civic organizations you belong to, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. There was one guy I worked with here locally that was in the local theater club. And I, th- I made fun of him for that, but, <laughs> but his customers Some people him. thought it was cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just I'm an old school redneck football player. Right. Of course, I got to give the high guy a hard time about being in the theater club. He was in theater. Yeah, but no, he loved it. 
Absolutely. And people responded. They understood, kind of pulled the curtain back a little bit on who this person is that they're dealing with, made him a real person, not just another car salesman. Um, I think also moving forward, it's the the promises that you make and keep as far as, hey, I'm going to work hard on your behalf. I'm going to get you the information you're looking for, right? I think it's you set an expectation and one of the problems I think in business in general, but specifically in the car business is we set expectations and then we don't meet the exact expectations we set, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it's we set the expectation, here's what you should expect from me or whoever you're dealing with, that you raise that bar, that this is what you should expect when you're dealing with somebody in a car business. And then when you meet that expectation or exceed it even, you're setting yourself apart right there, right? When you say, hey, I'm going to get that information. I'm going to get it back to you tomorrow. And then you get them that information tomorrow and follow up and say, hey, just like I promised, here's the information that, mm-hmm. boy, I think that resonates with people. It makes them start to go, you know what? It, that kid, He did promise me to have it to me tomorrow or today. And he did get it to me today. And, you know, the guy down the street promised me a week ago he'd have it to me the next day. And I'm still waiting for it from him. Well, that's an easy thing to do, right? I mean, it, it, it's it sounds easy, but it's it will set you apart because it's okay. unusual. I mean, uh, so I had a guy, a friend of mine, who was building a house, right? And he was building a, a high-end house. I mean, you know, this was going to be in a really nice development. He was going to spend millions of dollars when it was all said and done. And he went to a home show. And he's getting ready to start construction on a new home. Mm-hmm. He's got the property. He's ready to start construction. And he said he went around to every desk at that home show, which was builders and subcontractors and deck guys and pool people and all the different things. And he said he ended up going with the ones who would call him back. He said he could not believe the number of people that he reached out to after the home show who never bothered to call him back. And I think that's that's true of our industry as well. I mean, the big sign in the dealership I worked at said, you know, only, what, 10% of salespeople will make a contact after three, but 90% of customers buy after the fifth contact, right? So that means only 10% of the salespeople are getting the 90% of the sales of people who aren't making a sale or purchase until after the fifth contact. Wait, do I need a spreadsheet for this? So did I lose you in the numbers? No. 10% of the 90% get the call back after the five days of three calls. Uh, right. Is that <laughs> you, what you Man, meant? you nailed it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good deal. Yeah, so the, the point or what I was trying to get to was the fact that I think when you set and fulfill the expectation and you continue to follow up and you always keep the ball and say, hey, you know what? The next contact, the next obligation within our communication is mine Mm -hmm. and then you meet and fulfill that that communication obligation that you've set setting the expectation you will set yourself apart it's unfortunate it sounds like you said well god that's easy right yeah it is easy why but nobody does it so that's why it sets you apart right that's why it'll set you apart (laughs) so why buy from me because i'm gonna make certain assertions for you and i'm gonna fulfill every promise that i make to you Okay. Well, let's just rattle off a few others here and kind of wrap up. So I think product knowledge uh, is 
is another reason why I buy from me. The ease of doing business, right? Uh, like, kind of lends to what you said. You know, I'm going to get you the information in a timely manner. I'm going to follow through with my commitments. I'm going to make it this an easy transaction for you. Uh, things like that. Do you have anything else to add? No, I would just say, you know, in, in making those assertions, set up the expectation. Hey, I know it's easy for me to tell you I'm going to work hard on your behalf. I don't expect you to trust me when I say it. But what I'm telling you is this is something you should be watching for, not just from me, but anybody you deal with. And then when you fulfill those expectations, I think one, they are going to assume you wouldn't say that unless you're actually going to do it. Mm-hmm. And two, they're going to be more knowledgeable and noticing of your follow through after the fact because you've you've brought awareness to that issue. They're going to notice it because you told them to watch out for it. Right. And then yeah. you're going to do it. And then you do it and they yeah. go, God, you know what? He, he was right. Right. Whereas if you never mention it, it just, yeah, it, it's yeah the guy called me. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, fair enough. Well, I, I think we could probably go on for another 30 minutes. Right. But we, we have to stop somewhere. So let's go ahead and call it. Let's stop here. But yeah, we. It, it comes down to individuals looking at that question for themselves. Why buy from me? And take the time to develop a why buy from me strategy uh, using hopefully some of the information we shared here today. Well, tr- try to think of it in the perspective of a customer. You know, what value can you as a salesperson or sales manager bring to the table that is unique to you? Correct. All right, John, well, that does. That brings us to the end of another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. Well, we certainly appreciate everyone listening, and we hope you'll join us again. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray. We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service, best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. What's that email address again? It's info ray at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. It's info ray at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. No, Ray, it's just info at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. So just info at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. You've got it. Great. <laughs>